Blog Talk Radio. Another day, a couple of years ago, I was at home. Another day, a couple of years ago, I was at home. I'm always writing songs. I write when I'm happy. Right when I'm mad. Right when I'm tired. Right when I'm excited. And um, I love the Word of God. It's the best source for whether it's songs or whether it's revelation, whether it's strength that we're in need of, wisdom, knowledge. And this one particular afternoon, I was sitting down and I was reading about a man who had lost all ten of his kids in one day. He lost his health. He lost his wealth. He became depressed. He didn't have any answers. He didn't know why. Matter of fact, he didn't know that God had already said in a prior conversation that he was blameless, done nothing wrong. Still he suffered. Sometimes you haven't done anything wrong, and still you suffer. But there's a hope in our suffering that Job discovered. The hope is found on the person of Jesus Christ. Job said to himself and those around him alike, he said, I know. But I know, but I know, but I know that my Redeemer, He lives.
Amen, amen, amen. I love that song. I love that song. So encouraging, so encouraging. Well, how's everybody doing today? Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Blog Talk Radio. This is your host, your cousin, Seth Turner from the stock of Azalee, who was one of the daughters of Ed and Isabel, and we will be joined shortly by other co-hosts. I want to just, again, invite the family and also friends. We always forget about the friends, but we got people listening, uh, family that is not related, and I want to welcome friends of the family tonight. I know they're chiming in tonight for sure. Well, folks, hope every single one of y'all is doing well. Like I uh, said in the uh, description of the show, I hope everyone has the peace that passes all understanding. I hope that the Father is center of your life and you are enjoying that peace. I know that's what I strive to do. isn't always successful, but I am striving yet to keep that peace, as the Bible called it, a Sabbath rest. Folks, we have a, uh, a show lined up for you tonight. It's one of those shows that... Um, um, I don't look forward to it uh, in terms of uh, because of the nature of it, but I must say it's a show that must be done. It's a show that will give God glory and honor and praise if we do it right, and it's a show that should encourage, strengthen, and um, motivate the family to just keep living and keep doing what is right. Okay? I'm talking about a show tonight dedicated to um, um, the family of Nefertiti Nefertiti, um, Smith, who was tragically killed over the weekend. And we're going to be lifting this family up in prayer all throughout the show, and hopefully you've been praying for them all along. But uh, we just want to keep this family in our prayers. This is a very, very, very serious event that has happened in our family. And... um, I don't really know where to begin, but we're going to try our best to have a show to, uh, I mean, I have my notes here, but you know that you know how it is when you're dealing with this nature. It can go anyway. When we start taking phone calls, just no telling which way this show will go. So we will promise you this, family, we will try our best to honor the life, 17 years of a young lady that I'm anxious to hear from you all about. Uh, Miss Nefertiti Smith, and also the the show is really also addressing a lot of pain out there in our family because it's not just this family. Uh, this family obviously have uh, experienced the most tragic thing that any family could, but there's still pain out there. I've heard. Of, I mean, my aunt is found in a floor, and I think she's doing well now. And there's a lot. I don't want to look over anybody's pain. Pain is pain, family. So we just want to lift up the family tonight, and uh, we have to do these types of shows where we reach out to the family, encourage the family, uplift the family. And uh, in a little bit, we're going to have on uh, her mother, Kim, uh, and I don't know if Mr. Randall is going to be on with her or not, but Kim is going to be chiming in. And Kim, if you are already in the house, go ahead and press 1 on your phone if you're already in the house. Go ahead and press one on your phone. Um, I don't see uh, her hand up yet. Uh, 
But anyway, family, I just want to thank everyone for stopping by and paying homage to this life, this life. And I had, let me just say this before I get into the show, I really had uh, reservations of even calling uh, Kim to be on the show because we reached out to her in the past and, and her schedule and some other things would not allow her to be on the show. And so we said, well, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll maybe in the future or something. So her and Randall declined. And that's fine. Uh, you know, we have that all the time. And so this time around, I wasn't real sure if I wanted to um, have her on the show, especially after, the, after, after losing a daughter. I mean, that is – but when I saw uh, various things online with the uh, whole funeral fund, and, and after all, folks, nobody really knows Nefertiti uh, but her parents – but that's who know her the most. And I felt a little bit uncomfortable trying to have a show talking about a young lady who I'd never really met. And so I don't think any of our um, co-hosts knew her that much more. So I figured, well, let's get somebody on the show that know her. And uh, and I, so I thought to ask her, the mom, Kim, if she didn't mind coming on and just letting us know who this daughter, who Nefertiti was, who this, uh, loved one was uh, so she was very happy at the request and quickly said yes and uh, so she's going to be on tonight talking about her daughter and uh, I don't know if you didn't want to know it or not but there is a GoFundMe account set up under uh, the name of Nefertiti Smith if you haven't already uh, and you're able to go family and please patronize this um, very, very needed uh, event, okay? Again, that's a GoFundMe account set up under Nefertiti Smith. And tonight, tonight is a very simple show, very simple show. We're just simply trying to honor a young lady that was killed tragically over the weekend, as well as allow family and friends to come on the line and talk about her life. It's just that simple. Who was she? Let the family know who she was. Um, let the family know who she was to you. And uh, this is not a time to be, um, let's say, shy. Folks, if you knew Nefertiti, you spend time with her, let us know what kind of person she was, and, and how you're feeling. That's another thing, how you're feeling with this whole thing, because we need to lift each other up. Tonight I'm not just trying to have a show. Let's get this straight. I'm not just trying to have a show. I really, really want the family to know who this young lady was. If my daughter, I would want somebody to talk about my daughter, and I would want somebody to talk about my daughter that knew my daughter. So that's another reason, again, why we reached out to her mom. And she had no problem coming on the show. But tonight, if you knew her, press one on the phones a little later on, and we're going to have you to come on the show and just share your experiences with Nefertiti, um, I mean, uh, about Nefertiti. Um, and if you did know her, like I didn't, sit back and enjoy a show uh, that is going to introduce her to this entire family. Okay? So, again, my name is Seth. I am from the stock of uh, I I'm, I'm from um, have to think here as a lease stock. My mother is Irene, and uh, family 
friends, you're listening to the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. Tonight, I see people just now coming in, that's why I'm going to repeat myself. Tonight, we're going to be honoring the young life of Nefertiti Smith. Her mom is going to be joining us by choice to talk about her daughter. And uh, because, uh, like I said earlier, most of us don't know who she is. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. Um, I want to also just kind of remind everybody uh, a few little rules because I expect the phone lines are going to have a lot of people wanting to comment a little later on. I already see the phone lines lit up here. Uh, thank you all for being on time. Uh, thank you all for being on time. Thank you all for being on the time. And the chat room is open. Chat room is open. So I uh, just want to uh, don't take it lightly when I see people on time because it takes uh, uh, quite a bit of sacrifices to make it to these shows. So put a little music in the background. Let me start a by it. Um, if if uh, if uh, Darlene or Donald Jr. is in the house, if you can press one, I'd appreciate it. I don't see Darlene's line. Hopefully everything's okay with her connection. Uh, Donald Jr., if you're in the house, please press one. Okay? But family, tonight is a very simple show. Like I said earlier, for those of you just now popping in, uh, a little later on we're going to be bringing on uh, Kim. And I don't know if Randall will be with her, but she she uh, agreed to do the show tonight and seemed to want to do the show tonight to let everybody know who her daughter was and also encourage uh, support with the whole funeral uh, fund, the gold uh, fund me. So uh, we'll be doing that in a little bit. But in the meantime, I just wanted to uh, just kind of um, go over a few things before we before that happens. First, I want to mention last week, last week, what happened last week. I do want to issue an apology to the family for last week's cancellation. I had uh, decided to do a rerun show, a pre-recorded show, uh, our first show, uh, put that in place of last week's show because I wasn't feeling well on various levels. I mean, there's a lot going on with me last week, so I just was unable to do the show. All right. So instead of not having anything, I tried to place the first show in lieu of, of the live show, and uh, I did. It was successful, but it went into the archives. It was they treated it like an archive show, uh, so it wasn't live. And so when many of you tried to call the phone line, you didn't get a show. And I called Blog Talk about it, and they explained to me whenever you do that. When you put those pre-recorded shows, it's not live, and I did not know that. So uh, you live and you learn. I did know, and I do apologize to each and every one of you because I wanted a live show, but I wanted it pre-recorded, if you can understand what I mean by that. So that's what happened last week, last week. So, uh, again, I apologize, okay, all right? Uh, a few things I want to go over. Again, Donald Jr., if you're in the house, press 1. Uh, I don't see his hand, uh, but folks, let me just go ahead and uh, and just share a few more things with you. Um, these shows have been running over more like three hours, three hours here and there, and I think we have maybe that maybe Miss Kim. I see a hand that went up. 
Let me just hold on, folks. Let me just make sure this is not a question or a comment. Area code 404-388. Go ahead with your question or your comment. Area code 404-388. Did you have a question or a comment? Anybody phone number starting with 404-388, go ahead with your question or comment. I can hear you, but there's some chopping in the line there. You, you there? Oh. It's it's a bad line. Do my favor and call me back on a fresh line. I think that'll fix it. I'll look for your number if you don't mind. Call you on which line? Now it's stopped. Okay, go ahead with your question or comment. Oh, hi. My name is Joanna Douglas Dorsey, and I live in Atlanta, Georgia. This is my first time calling in, and my family is Billy Joe Douglas is my father, and he passed away in okay. 2007. Yeah, and I'm just okay. sorry to hear about Miss Nefertiti Smith because I had a child that passed away in 2004. She was nine years old. She passed away within a week of time getting sick. It was just quickly. So I understand the pain and the grief that a parent would go through. So I'm just here to give some encouraging words. Okay. Well, I appreciate that, Joanne. And I want you to, I want you to do me a favor. Uh, I want you to come on a little later on and share just that when she comes in the house. Right now I don't see that uh, okay. uh, uh, Miss Kim is in the house yet, and uh, there's okay. some uh, other people I know coming. We got quite a few people on this line uh, already, and uh, I know there's family on the line, but uh, if you don't mind, I want to wait till she comes, and then I want you to press one again and okay. uh, come come on and just share what you just said. Very beautiful words, but I want you to finish what you had, okay? Okay, I will do. Thanks. I appreciate that. And press one now, if you don't mind, with your hand to go down. And then later on, when she comes on, you press one, and you'll be one of the main callers I'll be looking at for the, to talk to her. Okay, thanks. All right. And that was Joanne. I told you it's going to be a lot of people that's going to want to talk to this family. And uh, I'm so glad that she's ready to go. I'm going to try to make sure she's the first one if I can. But the phone line is kind of complicated, folks. When we get, when we get this one on the phone line, I have to scroll up and down. Sometimes I can just look and see everybody when there's not that many callers, but when there's a lot of callers like now, I have to scroll up and down, up and down. So anyway, that's that's what's happening. So let's do this. I want to take a short little break here, uh, and I'll be right back. Uh, just gonna, I need to make one little adjustment, and I'll be right back. This is uh, the one and only Ty Tribute saying, if he did it before, speaking of the father, he'll do it again. For all of those family members that's grieving and you think you don't know how you're going to get over this, but you've gotten over so many other things, the father brought you over so many other hurdles. And this song is just saying, if he did it before, he can do it again. We'll be right back. And Joanne, you need to press one, your hand is still up. Press one, just press one, just one time, Joanne. All right, here we go. If he did it before, family, he can do it again. He's the same God.
Tribute just reminding the family and friends that if the father did it before, meaning bring you out, he can do it again. And he will do it again, family, if we trust him. If we trust him. Oh my goodness, how do you handle a show? How do you do a show of someone that is no longer with family? How do you remember a young soul, 17 years old? We're talking about Nefertiti Smith tonight, Father. She was, I mean, family. She was tragically killed over the weekend. I want to go ahead and bring on um, a co-host, guest co-host, the one and only Miss 
Angie, all the way from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Angie, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you doing tonight? And say hello to the family. Um, hello, family. How are you doing? It's good to be on on the show again. And uh, did you, uh, you probably, like myself, know very little of Miss Nefertiti Smith, correct? Uh, that That is correct. Yeah, very so little. The both of us... Both of us tonight is looking is gonna be is in for a treat and I'm sure that family and friends will be chiming in talking about their memories uh with Nefertiti, who is she? And just family, I'm telling y'all, if you're on the phone line and you're listening and you knew her, please, please let's honor her by simply pressing one, coming on the line and telling the family just how she was. You know, uh, Angie, I got a question for you. God forbid this ever happened to anybody else in this family, but uh, how do you feel about honoring uh, the life of a a life so young this way? How do you feel? You know, with modern technology, we have this thing called a blog where all the family members can listen, kind of like a big giant fireside chat, if you will. Uh, And so we're all sitting here just honoring this life. What do you think of that? What do you think of that? I'll put a little music in the background here, folks. What do you think of it, Angie? Well, I think I think it's it's good because uh, you know when we're when we're born, you know uh, our story begins, you know, and 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 apparently this young lady, uh, with all the people you said is on the line, you know, it's, it's curious to find out uh, about her story, and and and, uh, and this is one way if those that didn't know her uh, to learn about her and those that did is, is to give us a. Uh, a little synopsis of of, of her life and, and and her story and how it began and and up up until this present point where we are tonight. Right, right. I just thought it was a good idea. When I first heard, I said, "Oh man!" First, I was going to do a show where we just pretty much testify about the goodness of the Father. Let me just, folks, we're just talking tonight. No scripts tonight. No scripts. We're just talking, letting it fly. My first family wanted to do a show dedicated to all of those that had challenges, and we was going to do a show where we just testify, testify, testify. But, you know, a lot of our family members are shy for whatever reason to come on the phone lines, and I didn't want it to be just me talking and uh, Darlene and, and Don, uh, uh, who was supposed to be co-hosting tonight, but I guess they had some issues. Uh, maybe they'll be calling later. I know that Don works late, but anyway, I didn't want us to be the only ones sharing with the family that had been, you know, a little bit gun-shy as far as coming on the line. So I said, well, here we have a tragedy, Angie. We have a young lady lost her life, and very few of us knew about her. And I just thought we at least should do a show and open up the phone lines and allow friends to kind of vent. You know, grief is nothing to play with, family. It is nothing to play with. Sometimes it takes so much out of you, you just don't you don't know how you're gonna make it. So I said, well, let's take this and let's do both. Let's do a testimonial show, but let's also pay uh, pay homage to Nefertiti. And then I got to thinking about, oh my goodness, this is a death. This is not like any other show we ever did. This is not spotlighting on an elder. This is someone that's no longer on the earth. So I figured, no, I think this whole show should be devoted to her. And that's pretty much where I'm at right now with this. So uh, 
let me just also uh, let me just go ahead and put out this Miss Kim, if you're in the house, I'm talking about Nefertiti's mom, Kim Smith, who wanted to uh, speak to the family tonight. Uh, also, family, they have a, a GoFundMe account, and so um, Kim, if you're in the house, I just need you to press one, press one on the phone line if you are on uh, on the phone line. Press one. So she may be joining us around 8.45, 8.30, somewhere around there. But what I want to do at this time, Angie, is I want to ask you a question. And that's okay. Donnie McClurkin in the background, folks. And uh, I'm going to try my best to play songs that encourage the family tonight uh, like I never have before. Because uh, this song right here is saying, Stan, what do you do? What do you do, Angie, when there's nothing else to do? What do you do when you lose a loved one? You know, I remember when my mother passed, and it was the most devastating thing I had ever went through. It was like all of the funerals combined into one funeral. That's how bad it was for me. I had been to a lot of funerals prior to my mother's death, but when she passed, it was like, it was as sad as all funerals combined. And so I remember an a, 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 a elder in the church, a, a Sister Mayfield, Sister Mayfield, a friend of the family, told me, the grief right now is so strong, Seth, you probably don't think you can make it. And she said, it's going to always be there, but it'll. right now it's by the minute. You don't know how you're going to make it to the next minute. Next, time, will, time heals. And she said, after a while, you won't know how you'll make it to the next day. And, next, and after a while, you won't know how you'll make it to the next week. And it'll just go further and further. And you'll look up every year you have these bouts with grief. And it'll be every five years. She said, you'll always grieve, though. What do you think of that, Angie? Well, I, I think, you know, there's there's not a time limit on, uh, I, I think personally, on, on how long a person should grieve because, you know, you can't feel that, that, pain, that person's pain. And uh, and, and uh, like you, uh, I lost my mom, too. And it's, and it's been just about 15 months now. You know, so um, I, I can relate to, to knowing, you know, how it is to, to lose a loved one, especially so recent. And then being young, you know, too. Yeah. You know, but grief yes. is something that we, um, everyone deals with it differently. And and for me, I thought, you know, like, this was not supposed to happen to me because she was supposed to be here forever, you know. But we have to understand that, you know, each one of us have a time. And, and, and God is our timekeeper. So we, you know, we can't say, you know, when our time is going to be up because only God knows. You know, so um, in saying that, you know, I just, just my heart goes out because I know what it's like to to lose a loved one by uh, natural causes or otherwise. It's something that we, we deal with it differently, but we're here as a family to give support and to let you know yes, that you're not yes. alone, and, and that, and that, at the end of the day, God is in control because He's the author and finisher yes. of our faith, and He said in His Word that He would never leave us or forsake us. So He's with us, even when we don't feel it, even when we don't understand. Know that God understands and He knows. I love that. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, grief is nothing to play with, and I I, re- I wrestle. Like I said, I was gonna, not going to do a show 
on uh, Nefertiti. Uh, I mean, I, not the whole show. I was just going to bring on and try to solicit uh, testimonies from the family. What, how you know God is real? How you know, uh, you know, serious miracles in our life? And I think when people start talking about the power of God and how he's healing and how he's in your life and miracles, be it spiritually, physically, financially, I think it motivates people. And I see your hand, uh, area code 816-277. We'll come at you in a little bit. I I uh, I I felt that we needed to do a show talking about God's power, and that when you yes. talk about it, talk about it, it, it stimulates <laughs> faith. Called faith comes by hearing, it comes by hearing, and so that's what I had purpose to do. And then <laughs> I said, "Well, this is uh, not the kind of show that I normally do." We're not just sitting around talking about someone that lived before, which is good. That's a good show, too. But this is something a little different. So um, I decided, well, no, we need to talk more about Nefertiti. So I was going to do a half and half where we kind of testify of God's goodness, his power. We still can do that, family. If some of you want to come on and talk about, tell the family that God is going to be with you, how he has blessed you and, and brought you out of this and brought you out of that, hey, please do. Please do. Uh, but yeah. uh, then I got to thinking I got to thinking Okay what would you do if it was your daughter You know what would you do If it was your daughter Seth That's the best answer you can do Is what would you do if it was your life Your family And I got to thinking I would want people to know who my daughter is I would want them yeah. to know her life I would want them to know What the world is now missing So then I decided to do the whole show And really the show's description it's still kind of half and half, but tonight make it uh, make no qualms about it, folks. Tonight we're going to be honoring the life of Nicole. I mean, excuse me, uh, Nefertiti uh, Smith. Eric code eight one six two seven seven. I believe you had a question or a comment. Go right ahead. Hi, cousin Seth. It's Keandra or Kim from my family. This is Nefertiti's mother. All right. Well, welcome, Kim. Thank you for coming on. Again, uh, family, uh, this is Kim, uh, Nefertiti Smith's mother. And uh, I want to, again, thank you. I know it's a hard, hard time. I've never done anything like this, so we're flying on <laughs> inexperience here. So I hope that I am as sensitive as I should be with handling the situation. Angie is also on the line. Angie, you want to say hello to Kim? Hello, Kim. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Angie. Thanks for asking. Well, Kim, uh, um, I'm, again, glad you decided to come on, and I know it's a hard thing to do, but uh, like I said, I thought this hard and heavy, and I decided to call you. Kim, let me just go ahead and uh, just ask you a kind of general questions for starts. How are you doing overall? Overall, I'm well. It's just a lot of times, um, you know, the nighttime can be a little more difficult. But I've had a lot of support from family and friends, so I'm thankful. Okay. Okay, that is great. Yeah, I talked to you a little bit earlier. Her and I talked a little bit earlier. You were telling me that this was all over the news and um, uh, uh, most of the newspapers there. And you want to hit that a little bit so everybody knows just how much this is covered in that area? It has been on all of the local 
news stations here, a lot of the surrounding cities' newspapers. I've had reporters constantly trying to contact me and um, people trying to get stories and trying to do interviews with me. Um, And this is just, of course, all regarding my daughter. So I've declined all of them because there's a there's only one message I would give if I spoke to someone. So I decided not to talk to him at this time. Okay. Well, I can imagine, you know, they're probably was doing their job just trying to get news, but uh, I can imagine. And that's one of the reasons why it's just a hard time to talk to anybody that lost loved ones. But like I say, we was going to do this show tonight as like a memorial, remembering your daughter, Nefertiti. And I got to thinking, I really don't know her. So that's what why I reached out to you, and I'm so glad you came on the show. So uh, tell everybody exactly what happened. What happened to Nefertiti Smith on that night? So my daughter... What do you know? What, what do you know? What all do you know? Details, if you don't mind. If you feel like it now. No, I... You know, there's always a testimony with a story. So my point is I want for other family members and friends to to learn a lesson from everything. My daughter had uh, went to a, an activity with some friends, and um, she left there and went with some other friends to a party. And um, And after they left that party, she got in a car with another group of friends, and and like most teens, you follow what everyone else is doing. And after my daughter, when she was in the car with the other friends that she knew, I didn't know them, but mind you, it's so important as parents. I know you can't know all your kids' friends, but you have to make it a point to get to know them, especially teenagers. And so when she left, the young man that was driving the vehicle drove over 100 miles per hour. And not only my daughter, but all three of them were ejected from the vehicle. Wow. And if you don't it means they were all thrown from the vehicle. Wow, that is so so sad. So you you knew about the first group she was with, but she went and got with another group. Is what you're saying? Correct. Wow, wow, that is such a tragedy. Now listen, Joanne Douglas wanted to say something to you, and I think uh, she's still in line. Let me find her. Okay, I think I have her here. Uh, Joanne, if you're listening, I want you to go ahead and share. Well, hold on. Let's do this because I still want to get a few more details before we bring on Joanne. I'm just trying to jump around here. And Angie, if you have any questions for um, uh, Kim, please let us let her know. Do you have anything for us this time? Uh, not not at this time. I just uh, I just uh, I just you know uh, proud of her her strength right now that that she's displaying. It's just just. Uh, only only God can give that. Yes, yes, yes. 
Um, well, she said she have her moments, but just remember, Miss Kim, that uh, in your weakness, the scripture says, in your weakness, his power is made strong in you. Just remember that. Uh, I wanted to ask you this: How is the overall family? I mean, you you hear you said to me. I think didn't you say you got something like three hundred calls or something like that? I have. I've um, received. That was the other day, not counting today. I received anywhere wow. from maybe seventy text messages a day. Just you know, people trying to reach out, family, friends. I mean, even some people that don't don't know me or people who are at the scene, and you know, police officers, schools. It's it's, it's been a it's a busy time for me, and I I know that I don't have to talk to or respond to people, but I do because I feel like if someone can take the time to think of us. I have all the time in the world, you know, when things happen like this, you don't rush yourself in life and you know that you have, you know, you give everything to that time. And so if people take the time for me, I can take the time for them. Wow. Wow. Well, how's your siblings doing? Are they holding up okay? I mean, and family, I just want to remind everybody, you know, I know people say, oh, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. Hey, pray for so-and-so. Really and truly, the Bible says remember those in bounds as in bounds with them. Just remember this family as though it's your family. What would you do if it was your daughter, your son? I know you don't want to think about that, and I don't either, but Kim is in this situation, and we need to remember her in prayer and lift her up very strongly. Uh, before I bring on Miss Joanne, who's going to be the first one to comment, we got other people that want to comment as well. I see your area code, 817-353. And let me just look at this phone line. No telling how many hands we got up. So we're going to go to the phone lines in a little bit. But talk briefly about this GoFundMe account. We do not want to forget about that. And we're going to talk about it more than once. But just real quickly, before we go to the phone lines, what is the GoFundMe account? So we Originally, the GoFund account was set up by her best friend um, in memory of her. She said that she wanted something to remember her best friend and something that would be helpful for her. And so it's so important at these times to let children know or teens know that there are things that they can do that would be helpful in a time of tragedy like this. And so she decided to start the account in honor of my daughter. And I'm, I'm thankful for it because, as you know, most people, you never think to have life insurance on your child. You, you may have it on yourself, but you don't think a lot of times to have it on your children. Or, or if you do, you might not have an amount higher. You'd probably have a right, high amount. Right. right. So, we understand that, Kim. We understand that perfect. A lot of times when our jobs will, trust me, you don't have to, I, we got you on that. Yeah. And So, so she created the GoFundMe account, and how do people get involved? And what they would do is 
They go to the GoFund. It's under her name, Nefertiti Smith Funeral Fund. And what you do is it will allow you to uh, donate a dollar amount. And no amount is too big or too small because it all counts. Or you can just go online and just look at pictures of her. Or if you don't have it, you can just send messages um, to the family or anything that you want to say. So it's also just a way of paying tribute to her. Okay. Uh, just let me interrupt here. I think Donald Jr. is finally on the line. I see him. I don't know if he had problems with this connection, but we're going to bring him on real quick. I'm sure he want to uh, chime in here and may have questions or comments. Eric called A17. Eight, one, hold on. Eight one seven three seven eight. Are you there, Don Jr.? Yes, sir. I'm here. How you doing? How you doing, sir? I guess you had connections and so forth. Uh, but listen, uh, connection issues. Uh, we have on the line Kim, the mother of Nefertiti Smith. Did you have anything to say to her? I know since you're coming a little late, you may have have had thought of something to say to her. Anything? Question. I just just say that um, in the midst of what you're going through, just keep your head, your hands in my Lord's hand, and the extended family will keep you in prayer because God has a way of healing broken hearts and strengthening you in time of need. Just I appreciate that. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And, Kim, you're going to be getting a lot of different words from family members and and uh, I, I hope that, you know, I know you're go, going through a lot, but just try your best to just, if you have to write them down even, just remember with the different love that think that's going to be poured out on you tonight, the different comments, because uh, I'm sure people will be speaking from their heart. Uh, having said that, I'm going to go ahead and go to the phone lines. Joanne Douglas has already made some comments, and I asked her to repeat herself, and I'm going to go open up her phone line, area code 404 Joanne, are you there? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you just fine. Hi, Kim. This is Joanna Douglas. I'm Billy Joe Douglas' daughter, and I just want to send you some encouraging words. I lost a daughter. It's been about 11 years, but she was only 9 years old. She passed away within a week of being hospitalized. Something just happened to her body, like, over overnight, and it was saying me and my husband, bloodline didn't mix. But I just want to give you encouraging words that God is still a good God. We're going to have our ups and downs every day because I still think about her all the time. But remember, you love your daughter, and I love my daughter, and that we know that we will see them again one day. But we always, I use the word, I don't like people saying their child died or passed. I say they transitioned, they're gone home to be with their Heavenly Father, and we will definitely see them again one day. But we still got to hold on to that faith and believe that God is good and he doesn't give us more than we can bear. So we have to stay strong and just be a loving family and encourage each other every day in spite of all the problems that will come along in life. We still have to stand strong and have faith. And I just want to say you sound you seem to be very strong, and I I am amazed how wonderful you sound. That is amazing. So God is with you, and I can feel it because when I'm talking to you, I just get chills in my body, and I have a prayer that I say, Lord, I need you by my side to keep me focused all the time. That's something I say on a daily basis throughout the day, just to keep me strong. And you know, well put. Just hearing that. You're absolutely right when everyone asks, you know, how are you so strong? And I wouldn't know what to do. 
what I have to tell them is is that what you have to remember is that all children are God's children. Earth, and yes, so, ma'am. And I know that I'm just honored that she's his child. He just gave her to me to have her. And so awesome. now she's back with father. That's it. And I say I think we weren't taught about the truth about when it's when someone transitioned because people don't realize we only here for a short period of time. When we leave there, we leave this earth, we're gonna be there a lot longer than when we're gonna be here on earth. And I think that's why we get confused how we were taught God promised you a certain amount of time on earth. I don't know where that really came from because God need little babies in heaven, he need grown people, he need a lot of different people to help him up in heaven. So I think that when we really sit back and look at it, God is a good God and he needs everyone up there to help him out. Very well put. Very well okay, put. Okay, thank you, guys. And I'm going to definitely donate, and I'm going to just keep you in prayer. And that's one of God's gifts is to pray for everyone at all times. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Joanne. Lovely words. Appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. All right, that was Joanne. I think she's on the Ennis Buddy side of the family. We have Cross Family Alliance, Kim, people from that's not necessarily in the adding side, showing support and love. That's the way it should be, family. Okay, going back to the phone lines, uh, we have, uh, I see you, area code 248514. We're going to come to you next, area code 817353. You've been holding for a while. I appreciate your patience. Go ahead with your comment or question. Okay, hi, Kim. This is Donna. I had the honor to meet uh, you all during the family reunion, and uh, I want to say that I'm very sorry for you all, um, but I'm glad we have this show so that we I can't be where you are, but through this show, you know, we can reach out and touch each one, each, each other. Um, I know that as a mother, uh, the, the grief is, is, is strong. Uh, this is the baby. Miss Queen Nefertiti, all the memories you have may seem like they've been stolen from you, but um, <sighs> we have those memories, and they'll help us to carry on. Um, yes, yes. They're fueled to to help us keep going. I just want you to know I feel so honored to have met you guys, and uh, we're here. We're here with you. Um, I pray for strength because I know God can. Just want you to know we love you and we're there. And she may be gone, but her love you continue to love her on, Miss Nefertiti. She'll forever be loved, and that's what I like to say that we're here for you. Okay. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Donald, for those kind words. They were very, very good. A lot of wisdom there. Donald, were you done with that? Yeah. All right. Well, again, that's Donna. And Donna is my sister, everybody, just so you know. Again, uh, she's from the... Um, uh, from Azalee's side of the family. Go on to area code 248 
248, area code 248-514. Go ahead with your question or comment for Kim and the family. Hey, family. How you doing? It's Calvin. Hey, Mr. Hi, Calvin. Calvin. Hey, 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 hello, hey, Calvin. Hey, Calvin. Hi, Uncle Calvin. Hey, baby. How you doing? I'm doing good. Glad to hear great, talk to you. Well, let me let me let me say a few words. Hi, the rest of the family that's out there listening. Uh, no, this We're is a, doing great, kind of a hard time. It's kind of a hard time for the great. family, but uh, great, great. Yeah, I said it's kind of a hard time for the family, but you know we have to carry on and we have to talk about this, even though it's it's uh, can be tough sometimes on all of us. But uh, uh, for the for the family out there, if you guys don't remember Kim, she was at the family reunion who. Did the she introduced me as the MC at the family reunion for those that didn't know who she were. But uh, to kind of talk about Nefertiti, now we call her the family call her TT. And, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, we, we everybody from the family know her as TT. Uh, great personality. Now Kim and TT, they both my niece and great-niece, but they're both like my daughters, so to speak. Now, well, Kim, she can understand that. But uh, just kind of share a little things with you uh, from, from, from T.T. I mean, she has always, first of all, I want to commend Kim for this, her strength that she's coming on here and, and, and talking about her daughter. Um, yes, yes. But that's one. that's one of the traits that that the family have, you know, we, you know, we just keep the faith and just keep moving because you know, we know that God is, is, is the keeper because we continue to yeah. give him all the credit, the honor yeah. and all the glory. But yeah, she, she, she wasn't, she was an angel. I think, um, uh, um, like Joanne mentioned something about her being an angel. She, she was an angel. And everybody loved her. I mean, some of the people in in her school, they said they just love being around her. When they see her coming, they know everything is going to be all right. And that's a great feeling. Now, also, I hope that there can be a, a lesson learned from this, from some of the young folks and making decisions and choices, because that's what life is all about. As parents, we raise our kids, we give them love, they grow wings, and they go out, and you can make one bad choice, and it can cost you. Not only for young folks, but some older people have to understand this too. Even though we old veterans, as they say, we can make the same choices and mistakes in life sometimes, and it can cost us kind of sad that it happened, this tragic happened this way, but uh, it is what it is, and we just have to keep the faith, keep praying, and stay strong, and keep moving. That's good. Can I, Uncle Calvin, can I say something really fast? Yes, you can, my dear. I wanted to just say a few more things added to what you're saying. Family, what I want you to understand is 
a lot of times you think there's a certain type of child that will make decisions and make mistakes. What I want you to know about my daughter was is not only was she on the culinary program for years, she had got accepted to five colleges. She's had perfect attendance since she was young. She, she's been on the honor roll all her life. And so what I want you to know is is that, like Uncle Kelvin said, one one mistake can change your whole life. So I just want that to be something that you think of. I, I, I don't want you to think that it's just, oh, well, you know, maybe if a child is always in trouble, this is what happens. But I don't want you to get that aspect of her. She's in church. She sings in the choir. She mentors other students. She's been a tutor. She's done all kinds of sports. So I just want you to keep those things in mind. And also, she's mu- she's musically inclined. <laughs> oh so yeah, she, she, she she was an angel. She was an angel, and she she just had a lot going on as a seventeen year old. Uh, one of the things that TT did was you could some thirty forty year olds have never reached the level that she was in the seventeen years that she was living. So she's a remarkable child. And and Kim is a remarkable mother. She got three other siblings, and she's doing a great job. I tell her this all the time. I I, I always tell Kim. I say you're a black girl that rocks. There's a program that comes from BET. I say you should be on that program, and I'm going to try to get her on it. <laughs> she is a black girl that rocks. A black girl that rocks. Absolutely. Hey, listen. Uh, well. Uh, uh, Don, Angie, anything for Calvin or and Kevin? I hope I don't know how long you can hang on the line, but since y'all family, are you able to hang on a little bit, or you got something going? Oh on yeah, oh absolutely. Oh no, I'm I'm good. Absolutely, I'll be well, here. Great, great, great. Don, anything? Angie, any questions for uh, Calvin or uh, uh, Kim before I chime in here? No, I just like to comment that uh, she uh, she had the spirit of excellence, and 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 Kim, I I commend you for uh, instilling that in her, so you could be very very proud. I very I proud. am, I, I'm thankful. And one more thing I wanted to mention is that for us all to remember that we can't control what other people do. And so that's why it's so important to even make better mistakes, even though I know, you know, the seatbelt wasn't worn. She can't control that he was driving over 100 miles per hour. And so sometimes when you're in situations, you got to think about what the other person may do because it can affect you. So. Wow. Wow. Folks, this is a pretty, pretty strong uh, topic here. Uh, pretty strong. Don, do you have anything? Don, do you have anything? No, I'd just like to say, though, it's um, a beautiful thing to hear all the good that your daughter had accomplished. But having to work, having to work around students a long time, again, sometimes just one bad choice can have a very negative effect. But in a negative effect, 
there's also a positive outcome because by, by hearing all the good words and accomplishments your daughter has made, it's just a blessing to know that the child has come from this stock. And truly, she must be in the hands of the Lord. It's just a one mistake. But we all learn for it and benefit and are blessed just by knowing that in the midst of trouble, still there's hope and there's a blessing. And, mm-hmm. and I want to chime in here after Don here and say this, because uh, I know some young people listening, they're saying, wait a minute, they're saying one mistake. I make hundreds of mistakes, you know, a day. Folks, you don't have to be perfect. We're not saying that. We're just saying to follow wisdom. Follow your parents' advice. I'm sure, Kim, I haven't even asked her, but I'm sure she has a rule about getting into cars with somebody that you hadn't already checked with. At 17, she's still under her mother and father's guidance. And I bet you, just like with my family, with my daughter, we have had rules that when she was just 17, we want to know who you're with, and if you change, we want to know who that person is. So it wasn't just one mistake is what she's saying. It was just a bad choice. Um, uh, uh, I, I just, I guess what I'm trying to say is I, I, I can't help but to think of people listening. I always try to listen in the third-party mindset of what, what are they hearing when we talk. So, again, we're not saying you have to be perfect. We got just saying to follow your mother and father's advice, wisdom. Um, for one, even if, and I think I can say this, y'all help me out here now. Uh, the young man that was going 100 miles an hour, maybe he was a good person in his defense, but his bad choice to go over 100 miles an hour was a bad decision. Maybe it wasn't a bad decision necessarily to get with this particular group. Maybe Kim, uh, Nefertiti chose chose a young man that normally does behave well. Normally he is courteous. Maybe that's why she mingled with him. So we don't know that those facts, but we definitely know that to drive a hundred miles an hour is illegal. You can lose control, and if you hit anything going that fast, there's a good chance you're not going to live. So this is one of the reasons. Y'all may laugh at me, but I go so slow. I'm one of the slowest drivers on the freeway. And my wife <laughs> and uh, uh, kids tease me all the time. And I might go 70 to me is fast. <laughs> 70. I, can you imagine? Speed limit right here sometimes is 70, 75. I ain't going over 70, folks. And I might go 65. And they laugh at me all the time. But I tell them, sometimes when a car crashed, it's not no driver's fault. Let's go there may not even been the young man's fault as far as losing control. It could just be parts under the car. I had a mechanic explain to me. Sometimes parts is faulty. They can't hold a vehicle sometimes going 100 miles an hour. And sometimes some crashes don't have anything to do with the driver. It's the vehicle itself malfunctioning. So that was very unwise, we know. So the, 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 the method, I guess the lesson here is to follow wisdom, follow your Mother and father's advice. Make sure you're getting in with people or, or mingling with people of good reputation. No alcohol, uh, no drugs. And if you follow these, follow that rule right there. Uh, I think we have less uh, homicides or, or not homicides, less uh, accidents. Y'all agree with that? Anybody? Anything to say on that? 
Yeah, I, I agree uh, wholeheartedly what you said um, because um, there are situ- situations out there that, you know, like you said, it could have been um, other vehicles out there on the freeway, you know, and people can kind of come over on you at the last second. You know, it's, it, it's so many different uh, avenues right. that say right. what happened and why it happened. And, right. uh But... They said that the car was moving at 100 miles an hour, but then they hit a guardrail and the car flipped over. And yeah. then, too, you talk about choices. Uh, I don't think none of them had on seatbelts. Wow. So that's why I was saying that lessons learned, not only for young folks, but older folks, too. You, wow. you have to wear your seatbelt. Not to say that they wearing the seatbelts could save their lives, we don't know. However, they got thrown out of the vehicle, and for some reason, you know, since since T.T. was such an angel, man, I think that God knew. He said, I, I need this angel here with me because it might. it's always a blessing in, in the midst of all of this, and that you never know if she could have maybe lived she might have been a vegetable for the rest of her life. And T.C. is the type of person that she wouldn't want to live like that. And as family members, we wouldn't want to see her like that either. So we know that she is in a good place. God took her, and he probably took her yes. for a reason. Because if she hadn't lived, they never know what type of uh, condition she would have been in for the rest of her life. Wow. Anything, Angie? And, uh, Don, anything, Kim? Anything? You know, Uncle Calvin, that's that's exactly what I was uh, wanting to mention is because, you know, peer pressure sometimes can be so difficult for teens. I've never seen my daughter not wear a seatbelt. And I'm not saying that that can be a factor, but when you're in an environment, you can become that environment. Absolutely. But the thing that I want everybody to know is I don't have a worry or a concern because I know that my daughter was saved and she knew God. There we go. That's a good one. That's good. And that's the most important thing. And, and folks, you know, I just don't think we as humans look at death right. No, we don't want to die. Nobody wants to die. I understand that. But, you know, death is the one subject that nobody want to talk about, and so therefore nobody want to research. And so it's very spooky to us, very spooky. But, folks, all of us have an appointment with this this thing called death. And hopefully it won't be in a tragic accident, but we still have an appointment. And... uh I believe that God gives us the authority as man to do with our will as we want. And when we make bad choices, things happen to us. But in the end, I believe that I believe that there's some beauty even in death. Yes it is. Yes it is. I, I I'm not saying it's a beautiful thing she died. I'm not saying that nobody misquote me, but I'm saying you ever notice how death sometimes bring us together? This phone line is lit up, folks. We got all kind of area codes 
404-816. Uh, just, I'm not going to name all these area codes, but to a lot of people on the phone lines, and I knew that would happen with this, with the nature of this show. And what are they doing? They're wanting to know more about this young lady. And I guarantee you they would have not have heard any other way. They would have not ever known Nefertiti. Uh, and, again, I'm not saying she needed to die for us to know. I'm not saying that. But even in death, there's beautiful things that happen is what I'm saying. A lot of young people is reconsidering their lives, especially if they was close to her. They're really thinking about their life like, wow, that could have been me. I knew those. I knew that guy that drove that car. I knew Nefertiti. Wow, I knew T.D. Wow, that could have been me. So that makes a lot of us reexamine our lives, and a lot of us choose to walk with the Father, get closer to the Father. A lot of us choose to to change our lives because we see how how temporary this life is. So even in death, there is glory. Anybody feel me on that? Yeah, I uh, yeah that that is uh, definitely true. And what you said about uh, we all just passing through here, so. Um, what you talked about, I like what you said about we all have a, an appointment with death. And and one of the things about about our, our family, our immediate family, is that we haven't really seen or had too much death in the family. And sometimes, you know, people kind of react different uh, about death than, than others. And one thing I like about Kim is her strength. And uh, I know we have other family members online, and they're listening, and they can probably come on and say a word or two as well. But you know, everybody kind of experiences things a little different, and uh, everybody grieves different. So, but if you looked at the fact that hey, she's gone, but she's in a better place, but she's such an angel, man, she's such an angel. Uh, one of the things that uh, uh, T.T. and I, you know, I always talk to her on the phone. She texts me. I text her back. Her birthday, I've sent her something for a birthday. So it, it, it's 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 beauty in it. I see beauty in it. I don't see a lot of sadness and drama and stuff like that. She was a beautiful person. And that's what I see in it. I, I see nothing but love and beauty and, and TT. I, I've seen that in her ever since she was a child. I knew she was going to be something great. And she was the 17 years that she lived. I mean, she could have been hey, but She always wanted to be a chef. I think the last time I talked with her, she said, I think I want to be a chef and I want to cook you something. I said, well, I'm going to be ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and she was a lot of fun, you know. She just was a joy to be around. And like I said, she was like a daughter to me, as well as a mother. So, and and the love is going to go on. I've I, I always loved TT for years, twenty, thirty years. Well, let me, as long as I'm living. Let me let me say this, folks. 
Those who are on the phone lines listening, uh, family and friends, again, if you have any questions or comments about uh, to any of the guests, uh, including uh, Kim, press one. I'm looking at the phone lines now. I'll be able to see you because I'm looking now. It's so much. So i got to scroll up and down looking at every single phone line, and it looks like we do have a question to come out. I don't know how long your hand been up because there's so many lines I won't see everything. Erico 205. Triple two, two oh five, triple two. Go ahead with your question or comment. Area code two oh five. Somebody phone number is two oh five two two two. Go ahead with your question or comment. Okay, I don't think they meant to press one. So I'll put the I'll mute the line. But again, family, if you want to have a um, if you want to talk to Kim or encourage Kim uh, in this in this rough time of her life, uh, and I'm not I gotta watch it. Actually, I take those words back. I don't want to say rough. I know it is rough, but you know what, Kim? I believe I'm gonna tell you right now. I believe that once you begin to, and you probably already doing it. Uh, there is a peace for you. There is a peace for all of us in the middle of a storm. I know it. I, I've experienced it a little bit when my mother passed. There was at first it was rough, and then there was a peace that came. So I'm just hoping and praying that you are experiencing that peace. So I'm not going to say it's rough. I'm not going to confess, confess it, even though it may be rough. I'm going to confess and hope that you'll get that peace that comes. Do you understand what I'm saying, Kim? Yes, sir. I do. Yeah, I, I I I I know that one day, if not today, it may be tomorrow, it may be next week, but you'll get that peace. You still have, we'll still have grieving. People don't understand. Some people don't understand. You can still grieve, grieve. You'll miss that loved one, but there is a peace that God can give you. I I put a poem out on the internet with this show. I don't, hopefully, you had a chance to see it, Kim. But it it was, uh, and maybe I can pull up and read it to you. But it was beautiful, just basically out of uh, asking the father to, uh, while you miss your loved one, it was asking the father to give you peace that she is in his arms. Maybe I'll read that if I can find that really briefly. Um, Don, you have anything? You haven't said anything in a while. You have anything for Kim or Calvin? Anybody? Here it is. While Don is thinking of something, I got. I uh, want to jump in here. And I found this poem here. It says, "In your time of loss." Now listen to this poem. This is for you, Kim. It says, "Dear God, take care of the special person who has come home to you, for this is someone God who is dear to my heart, and it is so hard for me to let go. I ask your healing and comfort." And bless me with the assurance, Lord, that your arms are holding my loved one in perfect peace. Amen. That was one poem we I put out there. I hopefully you got a chance to see that. What do you think of that, Kim? It was beautiful. You know, when it came as far as thinking about peace, it, it's something that God has to give to you because you can't find it just by yourself. Yes, yes, you're right, you're right. And 
You're right. And that's that's one of the reasons I wanted to do a show. I was wrestling with the idea of doing a show where, you know, people will be just testifying one behind the other, one behind the other. But the family, for whatever reason, is a little shy. You know, I know they're out there because I've talked with them. People have some serious testimony, but everybody's not crazy about coming on the phone lines and sharing it. So here's another one I put out there. Uh, hopefully you saw this one as well. It says, those we love don't go away. They walk beside us every day, unseen, unheard, but always near. So loved, so missed, so very dear. That was a really good one, I thought. In a sense, in a sense, they don't go away. That's very true. In a sense, physically, obviously, they're gone, but in a sense, they don't go away. They don't go away. Well, folks, Don, I uh, did you have anything, or Angie, anybody have anything? Y'all don't let me do all the talking tonight. <laughs> well, Sid, I've been listening. I've been school listening for a short while. But the Bible says to be happy in the body is to be with the Lord. And when we say whatever we do, we just got to continue to be an encouragement to the family and just look at this situation as just another opportunity to want to walk closer with the Lord and to encourage those that are going through situations like this. Yes, yes, yes. There. There's a light there. There's a light, you know. And I know that you can't come on and say nice things about people that don't do good stuff. It's just reality. And for the mother to have such a, such a strong countenance, which I could put in my spirit, and being able to have lost her daughter and still hold on with the love of God, that's amazing. Really? And that's, what, yeah. that's what God does for you, though. God gives you supernatural strength in the midst of a storm. And when there's nowhere to look, you just look up. Because I still say that to be absent from the body is to be with the Lord. And these are my words. Just be encouraged. And Very good you. words. Very good words. Very Thank good you. words. And Angie, anything? Well, to, to kind of piggyback there with Don, uh, the word also says is to live as, to live as Christ, to, to die as gain. You know, we live on this earth, uh, you know, uh, God has commissioned Christ has commissioned us, you know, to to um to go into all the world and preach the gospel. And as we live, we do that and seem like her life uh was an example for the things uh that she did because she had compassion, she cared, she did things she she wasn't selfish sound like and in, in her doing, she did things for others. You know, now her reward, she's getting her reward now. You know, some people they live this life and 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 they don't even enjoy the the journey that they're on, you know. And um, it seems like she enjoyed herself, you know. So you know, we ask God to, you know, that song says, "Lord, you don't have to move my mountain, but give me the strength to climb it." You know, and uh, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So, you know, we live and move and have our being only because of Him, and I can only just continue to encourage. Kim, because yeah, she is strong. You can tell because, you know, at, at, by now, you know, things could have been different. But, 
you know, she she is strengthened. She has God's strength, you know. So I just want to continue to encourage you, you know, because He is the lifter of our heads, and He He will He will walk with you. He when 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 you can't go any further, then He'll carry you the rest of the way. That's a good word. That's a good word right there. Well, family, let's do this. Let's take a little short break, and when we come back, we'll uh, just finish up with uh, as long as Miss Kim want to go. We don't want to push it tonight. We'll just uh, kind of fill her out and just see how far she want to go, and um, and then we'll wrap up the show whenever she decides that she's done talking. But tonight we're talking about the one and only Nefertiti Smith that was killed over the weekend. Folks, some of you... Uh, Coming in a little late, probably didn't, didn't catch this, but you listen to the Douglas Kennedy Family Friends Network. We got on the line Kim, the mother of Nefertiti Smith. We got on the line Calvin, which was her uncle, and yeah. uh, Donna. Did, did I get that right, Calvin? I got it. Yes, sir. And then we yeah, have Angie, she was my great, she was my great niece. Niece. Okay, <laughs> that's right. Uh, go ahead. I apologize, Seth. It's Kim. Um, unfortunately, I have to um, go and try to make some more calls and everything like that. I would have loved to have been able to stay on the show to hear everyone. I have to go and try okay. to get a few done, but I do okay. want to. Okay, well, you do that. Okay. I'll just well, leave listen, you. listen. I, I, we understand. You don't even have to explain. I, you know, I didn't know how long that was going to be. Otherwise, I'd have. Kurt, tell it to end now, but I just want to thank you for having the courage and the strength to come on. We'll just continue to talk about Kim until we decide to wrap the show up. Uh, I mean, continue to talk about Nefertiti until we uh, decide to wrap the show up. But, Kim, thank you so much for having the strength to come on, talk about us, and introduce her to the whole family. We really appreciate your strength. And just remember what all the family have said tonight because they really meant it, okay? okay. Yes, sir. For me, I want to say this to Kim. Uh, uh, see you soon, baby. Okay, thank you, Uncle Calvin. Okay, no problem. Just to family, I just want to leave you with this. You literally never know when it's going to be your last time seeing someone. Make sure you love them and you hug them. And remember, they were all only here for on borrowed time. I love you all and thank you. We love you. Okay, love you too. Love you too. That was. That was a that was a no joke right there. Those words, no joke. Well, Calvin, are you able to hang out with us just a little bit? Yeah, uh, yeah, I hang out with you. I hang out with you. I okay. need a little break, too. Well, folks, we, <laughs> well, we we're gonna take a little break and we'll be right back, folks, to talk about the one and only Nefertiti Smith again. If you haven't heard, she was killed over that weekend. Tragic car accident. Tragic car accident. Please keep the family in your prayers and don't forget about the goal. Fund me account for her funeral expenses. All right, we'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be right back, folks.
it one more time. Come on, open your mouth and say, I need you. Let me hear you. You need me. You need me. Oh, we're all. We're all a part of God's body. Stand with me. Stand with me. Agree with me. Agree with me. We're all a part of God's body. It is His will. It is His will that Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. This is Seth. And I have on the line Calvin from Eddie's side. I'm from the Azalee side of the family. We have Calvin staying on the line from Eddie Douglas side of the family. We also have Angie who is from the M.B. Dugan side of the family supporting uh, Nefertiti as well as Donald Jr. from the Azalee side of the family. Earlier we had on Kim, the mother of Nefertiti, and uh, 
very interesting words she had to share with the family. Very interesting words she had for the family. Uh, Calvin? Yes, sir. You there? Angie, yes, you there? Yes, I'm here. Angie, you there? And Don, your yes, line I'm is here. open. Are you there? Don, you okay? Can you hear me okay, Don? Don Jr.? Uh, he's been having phone problems all day. But anyway, uh, folks, Don and uh, Angie and Calvin is on the line. And I want to say something. I was just thinking about that song and just uh, various things. And this crossed my mind because, you know, a lot of young people is listening. And I know, I know they're thinking, some of them have to think this thought. Because, you know, when this happens, when there's a death like this, people often say, well, God did it. God did it. I don't believe God did it at all. This is just my belief. We have different belief systems. We may disagree on this, and that's okay. As long as it's in love, we ain't supposed to all agree. I mean, we won't always agree, okay? But this is what I believe, folks. I have experienced in my life, and I'm only 54. Some of y'all are older than I am. But uh, I've learned that when tragedy strikes, there's a little noise in the background there, little noise in the background. There it go again. But... Um, I've learned that whenever tragedy strikes, there's always people saying, you, y'all ever heard stories like this? Some told me don't go there. Some told me don't do this. Some told me don't say that. I kept hearing, and I'm so glad I listened. I'm so glad I didn't say anything. Some said don't say nothing. Or some told me to go hear this. I believe that's our father. That's our father. That's the father. That's his love. That's what a father do. No father is going to have his daughter or son killed in a car accident or murder, any of that. I think mankind, machines, accidents, just like we're saying earlier, Kim was saying earlier over and over and over, be careful with your choices. I think Kevin even said, be careful with your choices. I think our choices it was it's what shortened our lives. I don't believe that the father, you know, shortened our lives. I think it's our choices. You know, the will, the will, the will of mankind is awesome. The Father, the most, the creator of life and death will not overstep our will. And he'll send his spirit and angels to warn us. We hear voices. I guarantee you if we talk to every one of those young persons in that car, somebody, including the driver, would have said, something told me don't go fast. I just want to do it anyway. Or somebody in the backseat might have said, slow down. They probably were screaming, slow down. There's always these warnings that the Father gives us. That's what he's about. He's about life. He's about longevity. He's about just like what you would do for your daughter. Would we send our daughter into a car accident? No, I don't believe that. Would we send our son into this and that? No, I don't believe so. The Bible says that the, 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 the Christ comes that we may have life and that we may have it more abundantly. And it says the thief, the thief, the evil one cometh to steal, kill, and destroy. Steal, kill, and destroy. Killing, stealing, destroying is of Satan. Life, longevity, health, happiness is of the Father. I just believe that. That's where I'm at. I could be naive. I could be immature. I could be ignorant. I stand corrected. But I just think that's what... I've happened. I've noticed a lot, again a lot of times people hear those voices, and I want y'all to kind of chime in on that because there are young people listening, 
and it's kind of hard, it's kind of confusing. This is where confusion set in for a lot of young people. You know, they're like, well, you know, if God is going to take me, well, why should I live for him? I mean, you know, you never know who's thinking along those lines. And I want to go to you, Angie, if I can put you on the spot, because you just recently had a death all of your own, your mother, which is, I'm, I know you understand what Kim is going through, because you, you, it's fresh to you now. I'd like for you to comment on what I said. Just, again, we have young people listening and old that have these questions. Why, why, why? What do you have to say about that, Angie? Well, I mean, you know, uh, uh, why, I, I, I don't know. You know, uh, with uh, Nefertiti, Titi, um, hers, it, it, was, it, was, it was suddenly. It, it happened suddenly. You know, with my mom, you know, she she had cancer, and over a period of time, it it just it nibbled away at her until, you know, it it, it was for time. But, um, you know, like it was stated earlier, that, you know, we we all have we all have a time to 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 go. Uh, there's a yes. time to live and a time to, to 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 die. You know, a time to laugh and a time to cry. We know that we're here, and our time here on Earth is. A limited amount of time Some die young Some die middle aged Some die old Some live to be a hundred years old You know We we never know Yes but the, but the key In this all Is to enjoy the life That Christ Died for He died that we may have Abundant life and Have life and have it more abundantly That means enjoying life It, it, it would be a yes. shame to to live and not have enjoyed none of the life that, that that was given to us and be miserable and then die in misery and then our in our outcome is gonna be, you know, in misery for our eternity. So in saying that, you know, it's grief is something that it is it, it's it's hard to understand and it's not easily explained. You know, yes. and we all have uh, time that some some grief just just for a short period of time. Some people grieve even into their death because they they it hurts so bad that they can't imagine life without that person in it. Oh, you know, yeah. so oh yeah, we and that's one, enough. that's one. If I can just interject, and that's that's one thing this show is trying to avoid. That's one reason I'm talking about this right now. But go ahead. Well, I was just you know because. You know, with me, you know, I lived with my mom. I took care of her, even even in, even until her, her her last breath. You know, and it, it, it's something to see a person at a strong point and then see them dwindle down to a weak state. You know, and then something happened suddenly. It happened really, really fast. You know, so I don't think that we can distinguish between that. There's a really a difference because a loss is a loss. You know, and 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 my heart go out to to Kim because I understand. Yeah, you know, I may not feel the exact same way that she feel, but I do understand. You know, and um, and to all our family that's out there, I mean, we just have to encourage one another and and, and lift each other up and build each other up. We may not see each other every day or talk on the phone every day, but but love has no boundaries. You know, I can I can love you, and I'm in Oklahoma, and you're in Texas, and my love is genuine, innocent, sincere. So, 
our love and our heartfelt, you know, concern go out to her. I know everyone feels the same way. And that, you know, during this time, it's just that, that, that she can draw from our love and our strength. Yes, 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 yes. Good words, good words. Uh, Kevin, I'd like to ask you to pose the same question to you. I mentioned earlier the thief come to steal, kill, and destroy. God has come to bring us life more abundantly. What do you think? Because uh, young people, I'm telling you, I'm mainly doing this for young people and family that are struggling at this time. This ain't no joke, folks. This is a very serious conversation we're having right now. People are trying to process this and, you know, while people might say y'all are not counselors, well, you don't have to be a counselor and understand life and understand what works. Um, how do you look at this situation? How do you process it? What do you say to young people looking at looking on this situation? Well, again, it's, um, like I say, we all we all process things different, whether if it's, you know, in, in, in grieving, mourning, uh, death, sadness, sickness, we all going to process things a lot different because when you're talking about the young folks, uh, it, it, it has a it has a, a great impact on, on the younger generations in the family because uh, I can give you some, for instance, uh, my grandson, uh, I think you sat at the table with them at the uh, family reunion staff. And, yeah, uh, yeah. He just turned sixteen, uh, November six, and he and Titi was very close. She was only a year older than him, and uh, they almost like, in a way, grew up together, so to speak. Uh, my granddaughter Tiana, she's uh, she'll be fourteen next month. In fact, my granddaughter T- uh, Tiana and Titi and Talisa. Talisa is my oldest sister's oldest daughter. They was all born on the same day, February 19th, which was coming up next month. She was going to have an 18th year birthday. But uh, they they are struggling with it, the young folks. I called my daughter a couple of days ago, and, and AJ was just bawling out, man. And my daughter said, you've been crying all morning, you know, so. Today wow. she just texted me, and uh, she had to go get uh, her daughter from school because the, uh, the teachers were saying she couldn't focus, so she had to go and pick her wow. up. So, yeah, yeah, like I said, everybody processes things different. Um, just say to the parents, you know, just talk to the kids and keep encouraging them and and talk to them about the beauty uh, that uh, T.T. Uh, displayed. And uh, she, you know, to me, she lived a meaningful life, and it was full. And even though uh, what Angie mentioned about us, family, and we all over the place, but, yeah, we separated by distance, but we are always going to be bonded by love because there's a lot of love in this family, whether whether they know that or not. I think that's what keeps us together. That's what gives us strength. Because we are bonded right. to love. Good point. But uh, very Yeah, the young folks, yeah. And, and and this is another thing, you know, this is just my opinion. I, I wanted to mention this when when when, when Kim was on the line, but I I I'll talk to her at a later date about this because 
you, when you talk about the young folks processing different things, they are going through things that they have never experienced before. As older people, yeah, we've experienced it, had funerals and seen death and been around death and so forth. But a lot of them are just maybe just experiencing some of this. In fact, right. they lost a cousin. Um, they lost a cousin uh, a few weeks ago. My daughter and them. So oh, they are. Really? Uh, Yes. Oh, yeah, and, uh, I remember was, that. I remember tragic. that. I remember, yeah. I remember yeah. Tawana was really grieving over that. I remember that. Yes, yes. And that happened too long ago. And then to go through this, you know, the young folks are, they struggling. They're struggling processing this. So, well, that's, the re- that's one of the reasons, just interjecting here, Kevin, that's one of the reasons we're doing this, right? We're not just having a show, folks, okay, because there's a thousand things to talk about. We don't have to talk about this. But I figured it was in, it was on point. It was important, and I think is that another question here? Okay, I just want to watch this phone. I make sure I'm not ignoring. Let me make sure, folks. If y'all have any questions or comments, press one now while I'm looking up and down the phone lines because I, for some reason, sometimes I'll look away. Uh, I think that was uh, okay. We, we should be okay. But that's why we're doing this show to just help mm-hmm. process. We don't have all the answers. But there is the Holy Spirit that resides in us, if we will listen to him, that do have answers. We're just simply pulling in on the wisdom that we've experienced over the years and that Holy Spirit in us. You don't have to um, – that is, that's what we all should be living for, to hear from the Father via his Holy Spirit. So, Kevin, um, um, let me do this. Uh, were you done with what you were saying, first of all? Because I kind of interrupted you there, but I just had to say that. Yeah, I, I was going there since probably all the other families are probably on the line listening. It's just that now this is just my opinion. I mean, everybody can do whatever they want to do. I mean, I know TT is gone, but uh, she impacted a lot of people's lives. Uh, not only family, but friends. Uh, all the, the kids in the schools, uh, they're grieving. And, and they're trying to process this thing, you know, like I'm, my, my best friend. You see her one day, and the next day she's gone. And now me, again, Seth, this is my opinion. I I would do like a closed casket and do a nice collage of all the smiley faces and all the friendly faces that she portrayed and the type of person that she was, and because, and let them see that beauty, that smile. And I would rather for them to remember that. That's long and sustaining throughout. And people can carry that with them. On the other hand, you got an open casket there, knowing how she died, and seeing that this is I'm speaking for the young folks yeah it, it, it could be it could, it could it could give them a setback that's what yeah I see yeah it, it, but that's just my opinion I I like that I've never heard that angle before that is that's I like how that sounds I, I mean I, I haven't thought it all the way through but that sounds good on the surface it really does it really does because People think, oh, they need to know, they need to see. Oh, they need to know, they need to see. <laughs> People don't need to know and see all this stuff unless they have wisdom from the most high, which can come through parents, 
to how to deal. If you can't deal with stuff, you don't need to be experiencing everything. I keep hearing people say, oh, you need to know what the street life is like. Oh, you need to know what it's like. Oh, let them go here. Let them go to jail. They need to know what the jail is like. Everything don't teach you properly. Every every The bottom ain't good for everybody. Well, let them hit bottom. Let them hit rock bottom. Uh, it's not good for everybody. No, everybody don't no. learn from rock bottom. Everybody don't learn from rock bottom. So there's different people with different degrees of uh, toughness. Some of us, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a slap to a slap in the face of their character, but they just can't handle a whole lot. They haven't experienced a lot of pain. They just can't right. go through a whole lot. They really can't. So um, let me let me bring in Mr. Don Jr. Don, what do you say of, uh, on this? I, I would love to know your two cents on this. Well. It's not a lot I can say, but I've been listening to all that which has been said, which is good. But I will say this. Out of all the grief counseling that can go forth in school, it's going to take the serious prayers of the spiritual members of the family to sustain those that may not be as strong as others. And, Calvin, I think you made a very good point when you say a closed casket suggestion would probably be an order because young people do take things very much to the heart and you don't want they don't want you don't want to sit back and considering the nature of this situation and how that material passed it was kind of kind of disheartening that it happened like this but at the same time for those that are yet living we have got to stay strong in prayer you don't have Amen. to walk. You don't have to just just be a close relation to be a strong prayer partner. And you don't have to see a person to love them because the love of God should be in your heart anyway. But my my strong suggestion to the family is, especially to those that are spiritual. And I know I've had some problems on my phone, but I will say this, and I think those that can hear can hear clearly: we all got to reach out and touch this family. And we got to we got to stay prayerful and those that are strong should bear the furnitures of the weak. And nothing can heal like love and the real love of God. And each one of us got a measure of the love of God in our hearts. We put it all together and some good gonna come out of it. I believe that and I'll and I'll piggyback off of what Don say, you know, we can love, love, love and say we love. But we want to demonstrate it, and, and this week we have uh, several ways to demonstrate to the family that we love them. One of them is prayer. I do not trivialize prayer. It's more important than any other force on this earth if it's prayed in faith because things are going to happen when you pray. People give up on prayer. People think it's some trivial or something. Oh, go pray. That's because most people don't believe when they pray. They just It's more like a wishful genie type Asking your genie, hoping he'll do it. But if you really pray in faith, believing you are a powerful person, you can change the climate of a city with prayer. You 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 can uh, you can do all kind of things with a prayer warrior, someone that really believes. So I guess the thing is, family, we got to get close enough and get close. And I'm talking about myself too. We have to get close enough to the Father to where we would never, ever doubt him. 
because we are going to go down this road sooner or later. Maybe within the next six months, somebody else is going to pass. We don't know who it's going to be. Could be me. Could be me. We don't know. And we're going to be facing these very same questions again, these very same grief again, the very same struggles again. Why did this happen? You know, missing them, longing for these family members. So it's best we get a handle on faith in the Father. It's best I encourage the family, and including myself again, to for us to get closer and closer by reading the scriptures, quiet time with the Father, praying with him as much as you can, uh, getting rid of things in your life that shouldn't be, uh, because it's going to hinder your faith when you pray in these times and in other times. If you don't, we have got to, we cannot afford to live our life on this planet in doubt and fear and unbelief because that's, it's really begging. We, we, don't, we, we don't have to beg the Father. He's a Father. And I want you all to listen to me. I'm very serious, very serious, folks. We don't have to beg a Father who is a loving Father. He loves us. He already want to heal us. He already want to give to us uh, everything that pertains to life and godliness, as the Bible says. He already wants to restore our families and restore our bodies. We don't have to ask him a lot of things. He's already said in his word that he come to give us life and, and that more abundantly. So I just encourage the family to bet. If I can, if I can do one little thing, if I can have one little request from the family, this would make me very happy. And that is that we just allow this death to encourage us to get closer to the Father via quiet times with him prayer times, reading the scriptures as much as you can, praying as much as you can, attending church or fellowshipping with other people. I'm talking about real fellowship where you're accountable to people. And, uh, again, I'm talking to myself and everybody. Family, if we can do this, in these times our faith will be stronger because we are going to go through these times. Every single person on the sound of my voice have an appointment with death. That's just the way it is. You can die in dignity or you can die without dignity. I mean, you can die in a way like the scripture says, in old age, like the Father promised us, you know, where you're ready to go. Or you can, it can be abruptly through bad choices. I mean, we're talking about a loving Father here. We're talking about a loving Father. So the best thing I can offer to the family, encouragement I can offer, is let's just get in faith and just, and just, be in prayer all day long, uh, uh, even for our safety, even, uh, for everything. Just pray for everybody, uh, both sides of the family, because I want this, this this precious life of 17 years old of Nefertiti Smith to bind us together. And I can tell you right now, she's already doing it. Her life is already doing it. Again, we have a phone line full of people listening. Uh let me make sure. Who is this here? Is this another phone call? I think this is, uh, wait a second. I don't remember this This hand. This might have been Donna. Eric code 817-353. If you have a question or comment now, do my favor. Do something a little different. I want you to just press 1 over and over and over and over. Just keep hitting 1, 1 like that because it looks like you have a question. If you don't have a question, don't do anything. Okay, I think they put their hand down. 
Good, good, good. So they don't have a question or comment. Again, folks, we look at the phone lines right now. If you have a question or comment, press one right now. I don't see your hand. Okay. They pressed it again. Uh, again, air code. Let me just open this phone line. Let's see. We won't hurt. Eric Code eight one seven three five three. Did you have a question or comment, or you already commented? I commented, but I, this is down. I just wanted to to reach out to Calvin and say that I really appreciated the uh, the the insight on little Neverkiri's uh, life. Uh, just her life story. It, it puts me in her life. I didn't know anything about her, but as you said, and you 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 described her. And the things that she liked, and some of the promises she gave to you, it it, it opened me up to to enjoy that moment that she shared with you, part of her life. So I mean, before the ending of the the the, the show tonight, I would love to hear more stories because it just puts me closer to her. So that's that's what I I mean. I wanted I want him to know that that that's what life is. It's history. And I just, you know, and I, I, that was a moment for me. I really enjoyed that. So, yeah, I wanted to okay. tell him that. Well, let, well, let's ask him. Mr. Kevin, you have any more uh, stories up your sleeve? <laughs> you know, I always got stories, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she, uh, like I said, uh, it, it, it's, I, I could talk, I could talk about, uh, TT for forever, you know. Like I said, she was like a daughter to me, and her mother was like a daughter to me as well. Yeah. But um, but he was just, it, and like I said, I, I think I mentioned it early on when she was, even when when she was a baby, she was just like a special child, and my mother was just crazy about her because she was always around my mother a lot because they lived in Haiti for quite a while before they moved to Kansas City. And uh, even all of the young uh, uh, cousins, they just always liked being around her because she was a comedian, too, as well. Smart, um, always had a conversation, always had a smile on her face. Uh, you could see from some of the pictures that uh, that's online, you know, she was always kind of uh, a comedian, always liked smiling, always liked being around people, and people just loved being around her. And uh, she she just radiated that, you know. But good good people, good people. But like I said, she was uh, one of a kind. Let me let me hold on, Kevin. I got to do that ten o'clock interruption. Uh, okay. Folks, somebody in the chat room that wants to continue listening to this show, you must call the phone line. You must call the phone lines. This you will. Be disconnected again. If you're listening on the computers, if you're listening over your computers, you need to call this phone number quickly: nine one four two zero five 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 nine zero. Again, nine one four two zero five 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 nine zero. Anybody on the phone lines listening? Do not hang up and call back. You will not be able to call back. You'll have to call somebody that's listening to the show and do a three-way. Okay? And darling, it's not on the show tonight, so you won't be able to call. Her, so don't get disconnected. Don't get disconnected. All right, go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, no, that was just that was just about it. I mean, she she was just a joy to be around. I, I'm definitely gonna miss her, but 
she she lived seventeen years of goodness and fulfillment. Wow. Wow. Wonderful. Well, Donna, let me let me ask you something since we got you on the line. I wanna after I ask Donna if I actually want to go around the, the the room here, so to speak. After I ask Donna's question, I want to ask all of us this question: What kind of grief you went through? Let's say let's do it in maybe five minutes. What have you? And I do want to limit to five minutes because I want to wrap this show up pretty quickly here. So after we do this, we're gonna wrap this show up. I want everybody to just go around the room and just talk about some grief they went through and won. In other words, when we say won, you still grieve, but it don't traumatize you. It don't make you blame God. It don't make you hate. It don't make you bitter. This is some good grief. In other words, you remember them in a good light, and their death have made you stronger. A good grief. Grief, when you think of it, it makes you want to go on and be stronger. Not the bad grief that make you blame God and hate everybody. What Right. Victoria's things have you went through, Donna, grieving-wise, that you can say, this is how I went through it. And, again, please limit it to five minutes. We're gonna, uh, let's just, instead okay. of five, because it's, it's, four, it's, it's four of us, that's going to take us a little longer. Let's make it more like three minutes, if, if you can. Okay. All right. Well, uh, first, I like the uh, Calvin. Did her name mean? Uh, was it like the? Is it spelled like Queen Nefertiti? Yep. Yes. Absolutely. That means yep. beautiful woman has come. Oh, okay. Beautiful. I like that. But no, what yep. helped me in my grieving moments was it was hard at first, and it was hard for a long, long time. Don, 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 and then it hit favorite. me. Donna, Donna, hold, yes. Donna, hold on. Say, do my Talk. You look close in your phone. Your voice is real loud. Just. Just pull the phone away oh, just a little bit. Just a little bit. But go okay. ahead. Okay. Uh, it was hard for a long, long time uh, when I lost my mom. But then one day it hit me like a ton of bricks that, you know, I knew that she was with the Father. And as, as, as the scriptures say, when you're absent in the here, that you're present with the Father. But then what really hit me was that when I started looking around, I think it was my niece. She was standing and talking, and as she was standing, immediately I zoomed in on her because she looked just like my mom. She had characteristics like my mom, and when I thought, when I started looking at everything and everybody around me, I said, she's not gone. She's right here with me. I see her in all of her seats. And it, the memories on top of that, I mean, it just made it, it lightened the load for me. It really did because then it wasn't so hard because it was like she never got to meet some of the great great grandkids and uh, <laughs> they look like her, they act like her, and it, it was amazing to me to see that. So it it, it helped me a whole lot. So now I don't. So, it's not as hard anymore. That's good. That's My grandson. Good. That My good. So you. So okay. Well, Donna, I appreciate you sharing that. I'm going to go ahead and mute your line. Uh, that was good. Okay. So Donna C., Donna C., the person she grieved for, and uh, the siblings, that can't be nothing but God to show her that. So I appreciate that. That was good, Donna. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. That was pretty good. So she actually see, and I've heard her say it before. I'm just, you know, 
But anyway, uh, let's go ahead and go, let's go to Don Jr. next. Yeah, and Don, if you could just, just share again, the question is, what grief have you went through and you've gotten the victory on it? It was a good, uh, if, if there's such thing as a good grief. In other words, you think of it, but it makes you stronger. You don't hold bitterness against the Father. You don't think he killed this person or you're not mad at you or mad at God or mad at the person or mad at whatever happened, people that had something to do with this, but you, you see it in a wholesome way. Any experiences like that? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I lost my father several months ago. And uh, when he passed, I was not able to go to his funeral. And that really bothered me. But I always remembered the more positive things that he said to me about children. And when I look at myself, I realize that I'm just a reflection of him in more ways than one. So, okay. you know, even though he didn't raise me, I, we still had a relationship. My, my, my father suffered from Alzheimer's disease. And uh, in, his, in his last years, it took a toll on me. But that's still my father, and it really bothered me. And then right after that, it made me sound crazy when my my pet died. And even though you can't compare animals with people, it had a, a very serious effect because love has no boundaries. Mm-hmm. And, you found, and you begin to see what God this person or this thing really meant a lot to me. And when I think about that, it took, it really, really took the power of God to heal the wounds of losing my father and my other friend. But it can be done. And it just takes remembering that you had to cherish the good moments that you had, be thankful for the experience that you had with the people that you've been with. And remember that life and death is in the power of the tongue and life in itself. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Life in itself is in the hands of God. But we should cherish these things. And these things and visit our land. And this is just knowing God got our God got our back. I don't want to overshoot my time, but I got to my grief by prayer and trusting God. Well, that was good, and I'm gonna say this, Don. I would have probably laughed at that comment about the pet at first, but uh, working with different people, you know, I've met I've met coworkers that uh, it's gonna sound a little crazy. They almost seem suicidal. They almost seem suicidal after a pet has died. And I met more than one or two employees like that. So, like you say, love have no boundaries. Um, really good. Go ahead, go ahead, Miss Angie. Again, it's very fresh to you with your mother's death, Angie. And I'm anxious to hear for sure what you got to say on this. Again, <laughs> um, give us some some. How did you handle it? How how? What what was your key? What what brought you through? So you know, um you know, having um all my uh, my siblings, you know, 
uh, that started out with eight of us, and then my two older brothers passed away. And then my my mom is uh, she was um she was she was uh, uh like the glue that that held everything together. You know she um, I mean I, I'm not I'm not gonna but she she was just an awesome person and 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 she she was my hero. And your mom's name? So I, I, your mom's name again? Huh? Your uh, mom's uh, Benny, name for everybody. Benny Deloney and everyone called her Eulene. You know, mm-hmm. yes. and she was, she was, I mean, we, we lived, we, we, we lived together. You know, I, I took care of her, which was, which was my honor and my pleasure because she took care of me, you know, and, um, okay. it, it's, it's like I say, every day is, uh, it's, it's a new day, one day at a time, you know, but, you know, once, when we come together and I, I look at, I look at it like this, there, there are six of us left. And once when we all get together, each one of us is a piece of a puzzle that she made. That once we come together, it, it will make a full portrait of her because okay. we all come from her. So and and I and and that that's that's my um, way of you know I can't put anything before God because God is my strength. You know, he, he has kept me and he has brought me through this time only because of him that I actually got through it because if I hadn't had a relationship with God, I probably would have just probably just not done so well with, with her passing and everything. But, you know, like I say, you know, each one of us is a piece of a puzzle that that that, that she made. So when we come together, it just, it, it, like I say, it makes a portrait of her. And it actually just allows us to, to, to see a different part of her because we all have a different chapter of her that we can we can share with each other and, and um, to be able to just uh, bring out uh, some some things about her that the other person didn't know. So that that then helps me get through. So in a nutshell, what would you say that what 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 would you tell somebody? I mean, as far as I was listening to that. So what would you narrow it down to? How you was able to do to, to to get over that? To, to get over well, I mean, just I mean, not to not to just to focus on, you know. Well, she she stayed sick, so think of have all the memories of all the good times you had, you know, to hear her laugh, you know, to see her smile, you know. Think of all the positive things that she did. She was an educator. I think about all the people's lives that she touched, you know. Um, every Ed, the people that say, "Oh, your mom, she was, she she was a good teacher," and so on and so forth, and just all the good things that people had to say about her, you know, and just knowing that, you know, her life wasn't in vain because she lived her life, you know, um, loving God. And I know, my son told me he said, "Mom, he said I've seen a lot of people die." He said I wasn't sure about their outcome. He said, but this is one person that I'm sure that's in heaven is my grandma. So she, she, really? she, uh, she, her life was, that was an example that people can see. Even, even to her last breath, she was, she was lifting her, her arms before God and just telling God, thank you. Really? Wow, that's a testimony. That is a testimony. Well, Calvin. Did I already ask you the same question? I think I think I asked you at first, right? 
No, I'm sitting here waiting go my ahead, turn. Okay. Well, go right ahead because I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm watching these controls. And we've talked about a similar question, but now I want to ask you, Kevin, um, what have you been through uh, that was very grievous and uh, you got over it? You know, you don't blame the father. You don't blame the person that died. You don't blame yourself. You don't blame anybody involved in the situation. And the and the death is gives you strength. Well, I can. I, 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 what Andrew was talking about. It, it's we started out with fourteen. Now it's eleven of us siblings in terms. And I can say my dad. Uh, I, I lost my dad in 2004. He was 96 years old. Okay. And he wasn't sick. You know, most times you, you see people that age, it's like they're either bedridden and a vegetable in bed and stuff like that. So um, I think that one of the things that would it really help me get through this uh, in terms of getting past the, 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 part, the part of his death was the fact that we had him for many six years. Shit. The love and, and, yeah. and all the things that we shared with him, uh, the talks, the laughs, uh, some of the history that he used to share with us. Uh, and because he was born in 1908. So he had a lot of history and stuff to tell us what happened back then. So we we, we cherished a lot of that stuff. <clears throat> and and I used to take you know videos and, and tapes of him, his birthdays and so forth. And I think when he died, you know, I think I got up and spoke at his funeral, and I was telling the family that you know we we should really embrace and enjoy his 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 home going because we we had him for so long and we really enjoyed him just keeping him that long so that what really gave me strength in knowing that so yeah kudos to pops man i mean he he, he was a, a definitely a, a soldier and ever since i've known i had known my dad he was always in church he was always a deacon he was a deacon for like 60 years and uh, he was a praying man. And, and when we was kids, you know, I would always used to see Dad on his knees at night. He, he'd be praying all the time. At the time, I didn't understand it. As I got older, I used to say, Dad, why you be on your knees all the time? He said, you live long enough, you'll be down here too. <laughs> oh, really? But, uh, oh, yeah. He said, yeah, I'd I just be praying for i just be praying for my family and my kids and yeah, he used, to, he used to share that with me. I used to see him praying all every night. He on his knees praying. Sometimes during the day, he on his knees. I'm like Dad, why are you, why are you on your knees all the time? But uh, wow. yeah, that's that, that's what gave me strength. The ninety six years that he lived, and like I said, when he passed, he it just happened. I guess it, he was sitting at the table eating dinner, and he got up and he was getting ready to sit down in his favorite chair, and he started coughing. And he asked my mom for a glass of water, and, uh, and he was drinking the water, and 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 then he like hit the floor, and she called my sister across the street, 
Kim's mother, and she came over, and uh, they tried to get him up, and he was coughing. So my sister said, let me call EMS. He just would stop coughing. I asked him, wow. I said, was he choking on anything? She said, no, he just finished eating and drinking some water. And she fell down, and we were just trying to get him back up in his chair. But he died on the way to the hospital. But but it wasn't a, a sad grieving for the family. Because, like I said, we, we had him for so long, and, and, and the enjoyment and the love that, that he shared was just phenomenal. Nobody liked Pops, man. And um, But the, the one thing I want to add is that my oldest brother, you got you stay with me with this stuff because let me see if I can get this right. My oldest okay. brother... My oldest brother's granddaughter had a daughter. Can you follow me with that? Oldest so, brother, granddaughter had a daughter. My oldest brother's granddaughter's daughter had a daughter. Well, she was like okay. 13. That's like three generations on his side. Okay. So, but... Knowing the fact that all those generations was around when when pops was living is unheard of. It's like four, five, five generations, and 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 and, and some of those they got a chance to experience some time with dad. Sit on his lap, talk, he giggle and laugh with him, and to have videos of that and showing that oh, yeah. generations down the road is unheard of. The only thing that we yeah. know of is our great great grands and you know this black and white picture a faded picture of them but uh that that was a that was a great experience wow wow so the video show pretty good yeah wow yep. wow i got several videos in fact we had just celebrated his 96th birthday in november November 28th of 2004. He sat okay. there at the table, blew out candles, ate hot dogs, ice cream, and potato chips just like everybody else. Opened it, got his, all his cards, and everybody was reading cards, and he was just laughing and having a good time. And one month, December 28th is when he passed. One month later. So that wow. was no that that was no sad grieving over that. It, it, it was a it was a, a joyful moment. It was a joyful home going. Well, very interesting how each of you have dealt with it, including Donna uh, grief and how it was turned into some positive. Folks, uh, before I share mine, I just want to say I hope that y'all are listening, family. You're taking note. Because grief ain't no joke. It really ain't no joke. It can destroy your life. Somebody once said when a person dies, when certain people have died in their family, that it was almost like they died. That's pretty deep. To say that when somebody passed in your family, that it's like you died. So, anyway, I just want to share real quick, and I'll try to stick as best I can to this, uh, 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 make it short. But uh, the biggest grief I ever had in my entire life was when my mother passed. 
And uh, like I said earlier, it was like all of the funerals combined. At first, it was that blaming the father. So I'm not going to end with that because it was blaming the father. I look around and see people's mother, 80, 90 years old. I remember George Burns literally 100 years old after my mother passed, and I kept asking God, why, why, why? Here's an old man over 90, over 100 years old, still messing around with girls in bikinis and smoking cigars. And this man over 100 years old, my mother in her late 50s, and she's gone. Oh, yeah, I had beef with the father. But <laughs> I'm being real, y'all. But that's changed. Remember, we're talking about how did you get the victory. So this is how I got the victory. God began to just show me all of the wonderful things Mama did over the years. And, you know, when your parents is in your life and they're doing a lot and they're teaching you a lot and they're teaching you a lot and they're constantly teaching, 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 and they're in your life and you see them and they're busy and they're helping mold you, they never die, those parents. But if your parents hardly ever you see them, you forget about them because they wasn't in your life. Well, Mama was all up in our life, sometime in areas we didn't want her. And... Uh, mm. I, she is so alive. She is so alive. She even inspired this very blog. Believe that, family. Yes, the father inspired it for sure. But my mother, in her dead state, having left a long time ago, inspired, kept me, I believe, with the memories, inspired to do this show. And I kid you not. She inspires me to love people. She inspires me to, um, and I'm, I'm not making her a god or anything like that. I'm just talking about the sheer memories of my mother and how she lived her life. Inspires me. I hear her tell me off sometimes. I hear her tell me, I mean, she never dies. And Angie, I know you know what I'm talking about because you live with your mother. And I know you know what I'm talking about. And I'm sure yeah. you're lying, dude. <laughs> but you can hear her talking. That's what happened when we say when we say uh, 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 how someone never dies. So yes, we put it in the ground, but I don't know, family. I don't know if they truly ever really pass. Uh, so I thank God that He showed me all of the the uh, the beautiful things about my mother. One thing that helped me deal with her death was. Mama had tried all her life to reach a lot of young people. A lot of young people here, there. We live in the inner city. We live in low-income housing. And Mama was an, pretty much an unofficial evangelist. She was more evangelist than most evangelists were. She always was having prayer, trying to get this, uh, our friends to pray with us before we went to school. She would have something called weenie roast sometimes. She would invite kids over outside, and then we would roast weenies and marshmallows, and she'd tell them, talk to them about God. I'm talking about a whole bunch of kids on the ground. And the woman up talking about God. Mama constantly, constantly was sharing her faith. Do you know, family, at her funeral, I kid you not, it seemed like every one of the kids she ever wanted to talk to or tried to reach out, it seemed like it was at her funeral. And someone had an altar call at the end of her funeral. Guess who came to the Lord? It was most of those kids that she had tried to reach. Now, I don't know if it was a genuine conversion, 
I don't know about all that. Only God knows. But I can say her death brought many into the kingdom. So these kinds of things I think of to help inspire me to deal with my mother's passing. I want to do this, if we don't mind, I want to wrap the show up. I would like everybody to give a last word, please. Uh, just just final thoughts about the miss, the one and only Miss Nefertiti Smith. Um, uh, if you would, just closing thoughts. Again, remember, there's a lot of younger people listening. I'm looking at the phone lines. Some of these phone numbers I don't know. I know there's some of these younger people, and they're listening. And they're still trying to sort this out. They have gotten some answers for sure tonight. But what would be your last words you would leave to them? And uh, why don't we go with uh, Donald Jr.? What would be your last words to them uh, in this show, Don? Um, what would you have to say to them? And some of the people. This is what I say The Lord gives. And the Lord takes away. No one can understand the mind of God. People pass every day. But in this situation, I believe the design was to gather the family together in unity of the spirit. So there's one else's young person to make a wise decision and remember the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Let us be. In the name of the Lord. These are my words. Well, thank you. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Don. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Uh, those were Don's last words uh, as far as to Miss uh, Nefertiti's family and friends, uh, and this, uh, uh, which her family is our family. But I'm saying that's his last words to the family and friends of the family. Okay, we'll go ahead and turn to Miss. Angie, if you don't mind, what will be your last words to the family as well as friends of the family with regards to this young lady's um, tragic death here? I would say is don't be ashamed of who you are. You know, because uh, uh, we, are, we are wonderfully and fearfully made. You know, and, and, and um, stand with boldness. You know, speak up for yourself, and and don't be ashamed to let people know that you that you love God and that you live for Christ. Those that do, and if you haven't, uh, you know, it's never too late. It's never too late. That's now true. Now's the time. That's true. That's true. Very good. Very good, Angie. Because in the end, uh, if this brings people closer to God, I don't mean guilt and scared. That's that what they call that, that fire escape salvation, where you're scared because you're going to die and you give your life to God. I'm not talking about that kind of salvation. But hopefully people can just see just how fragile life is. Calvin, go ahead with yes, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Angie, I'm going to go ahead and mute your line. Thank you for coming on. Co-hosting, doing a good job as usual. And Don, as well, thank you for coming on, sir, offering your wisdom and guidance, Mr. Donald Jr. All right, Kevin, go ahead with yeah, your final I, um, thoughts. I, my final thought would be, uh, again, I want to uh, uh, commend my niece, Kim, for 
coming on sharing sharing this with us about uh, her oldest daughter. There's a lot of folks that can't or won't attempt to even uh, talk about these types of things. Uh, and this just happened a few days ago. So it's yes, still fresh. Yes. And uh, we, we, we're all still processing things differently in, in our lives, so especially death. But, uh, again, uh, choices and decisions uh, that we make can very well have uh, substantial consequences and uh, I hope that uh, a lesson learned can, can come from these types of tragedies, and uh, not only for the youth, but like I said earlier, uh, older people too, you know, think first before you act. And like you said, Seth, there's a, there's a spirit in us that when something says that you shouldn't be doing this, you've got to listen to it. And, uh, hey, and when you just continue to pray for each other, all the family members, uh, because I always believe that when we pray together, we stay together. Even though we are separated by distance and we're bonded by love and continue to give God all the glory, the honor, and all the credit to our Father because he is the essence of all our lives. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Well, Kevin, thank you again for those uh, final words, and thank you for coming on, riding along with us. Uh, just appreciate it, brother. Always good. I appreciate to you. you. Thank you, sir. All right, so I'm all right. Well, I'm going to leave Kevin in line, and folks, my final words will be their final words. <laughs> what they've said, they said it all. There's nothing else to say. Nothing else to say. I'm going to play a clip. I always, uh, I always try to play a final song that really is relevant to the situation, and I think this song is going to be relevant to the situation. All young and old, this message will be for you. And just think about this as, as the family, um, as you pray for the family tonight, uh, Kim uh, and Randall's uh, family, as well as everybody. Uh, that was close to Kim, pray for him tonight, folks. Don't just say it. Don't just be religious. Really pray for him as though it was your daughter. And uh, uh, that's all I have to say. And uh, love every single one of y'all. And there is nothing you can do about it.
I said to the young man, I said, you sound like a good man. But I wanted to know from him, had he really given his problems and concerns, had he really turned it over to Jesus? I wondered, had he really had some sincere prayer? And so what I said to him was, you long for sweet peace and for faith to increase. And I know you've been sincere. You've earnestly and fervently you pray. But I wanted the young man to know that you just cannot have them. But you cannot cannot have Or be perfectly blessed. None of that can happen until all everything. Come on and help me say, Why is your all on the altar?